Welcome to day four. It's time to invoke the real you. You have a physical set of eyes and a spiritual set of eyes. With your physical eyes, you see the material world, but there is more to life than the material world. With your spiritual eyes, you see beyond appearances. You see into the realm of divine possibility. And by seeing a new possibility, you invoke it. Instead of allowing appearances determine what you think is real, you can decide what you think is real. And by doing so, you can cause a change in what you see. Once you see who you really are, you will permit the real you to come forth. This is neither theory nor theology. It is neither simple nor metaphor nor hopeful nor fancy. This lesson will be as real in your experience as you choose it to be. And to the extent that it is real for you, its effect will be real in your life. The real you is neither fat nor skinny. The real you is not a body at all, but rather a spirit and energy. The real you is a being of light and therefore has no material density. As you align more and more with the truth of your being, this higher reality will permeate all aspects of your life. The more you identify with the light of your being, the lighter you will feel. You will materialize a lighter body when you have a more light-filled mind. Fear literally weighs you down, but love enlightens you. Any subject, energy, circumstance, thought, feeling, interpretation, perspective, goal, substance or relationship that fosters fear in you is something to feed your compulsion because compulsion is your fallback position in the presence of fear. The question is, what are you afraid of? The first answer that suggests itself is that you're afraid of being even heavier or never getting your eating under control, or never getting this monkey off your back, and so forth. But beneath that fear is an even deeper one. Your deepest fear isn't of being fat. Your deepest fear is of being thin. Your deepest fear is of being beautiful. For many people, compulsive eating is tied to fear of sex and of being sexy. In particular, the number of women whose excess weight can be almost directly traced to sexual abuse is significant. If the idea of being skinny frightens you, there's no point trying to get rid of what your subconscious mind has created, your security blanket, because subconsciously it will not let it go. There are many ways to hide and weight is one of them. Some people hide behind a wall of weight as a refuge from the risk of inappropriate or even criminal sexual contact. If these dark shadows of sexuality lurk behind your fear of being thin, then the way to disperse those shadows is not to deny your sexuality, but to purify it of error. Sometimes that means forgiving someone else, and sometimes it means forgiving yourself. As your fear is reduced, your body will reduce itself. When you no longer fear the world so much, you'll be more comfortable dwelling in the world. You'll begin to dwell more comfortably in your own skin. And dwelling more comfortably in your own skin, you will subconsciously create a more comfortable body. 
If you feel afraid of the world, you feel a perverse comfort in a body that keeps the world at a distance. And that is where the real you comes in. In divine mind, you exist as a divine image and that is the truth of who you are. That image has a twin within the physical world and she's waiting to be born. Her existence expresses itself as you at your healthiest, happiest and most creative. Your body at its perfect shape and weight already exists within divine mind, the realm of pure possibility, because all that is perfect dwells in divine possibility. Your perfect weight as an expression of the real you is not just a vague hope dangling out in the universe somewhere. The real you is not afraid of being thin because she knows the real world is not a dangerous place and the real world is where she lives. The real world is not material but spiritual. The real world is not chaotic or violent or fearful. The real world is simply love. The world is not made better by you hiding out spiritually or physically and the world is more beautiful because of you. A spiritual practice is your bridge back to the real you and to the real world through prayer, meditation, forgiveness and compassion. You make conscious contact with your spiritual self, your most beautiful self and hasten the process of your healing. As you allow divine mind access to your thinking, you allow it access to your body as well. Spirit moves things, including biological forces, and it removes things as well. With this lesson, you ask a divine mind to remove any fear you have of being who you really are. Learning to be comfortable with your own magnificence, the real you is like a file in a computer that's not currently downloaded. It exists, it just hasn't been brought up on your screen yet, and that's because it hasn't been chosen. Fear rather than love has been doing your choosing, but as you do the lessons in this course, you'll begin to choose differently. The more you align with the real you, the real you will make more of your choices, and the real you will always choose love. The choice to eat wisely is not important simply because it leads to an arguably more attractive view. It isn't important simply because it offers the possibility of a smaller dress size. It isn't even important simply because it's healthier. It's important because it's an act of love. It's a way that you feed who you want to be. The healthier you are, the more beautiful you are, the more comfortable you are, the happier you are, and what you feed will call forth. You are not truly feeding yourself when you eat excessively. In fact, you are withholding sustenance from yourself when you overeat. One of the ways you love yourself is by permitting yourself to want what you want. One of the reasons people consume anything too much is because they don't consume other things enough. You tend to take in too much material substance when you are starving yourself of spiritual substance. Overeating is an act of spiritual starvation and one of the things they overeat or often starve yourself up is a natural right to dream. Invoking the real you begins with expanding your imagination, allowing yourself to want what you really want. You have as much of a right to your dream as does any other person. Perhaps you have a picture of yourself when your weight was what you want now 
or you can get a picture from a book or magazine that represents your desired look. Make sure, however, that if you do use an image of another person, that you put a picture of your face on it. Otherwise, this exercise can't be used to depress you rather than heal you. These lessons are not about you wanting to be someone else. They're about you learning to manifest your own best self and your best self has an appreciation for the beauty of this world, including your own. Beauty and sensuality are gifts of nature and if anyone or anything has sold them in your mind, then it's time to heal that now. Deep down, you want the experience of a wasteland. You want the experience of a lighter body. You want the experience of self-love in its totality. It's not just your rights, but also your purpose on earth to become the person you longed to be. You don't long to be a victim. You long to be good, healthy and creative. You longed to feel the fun of a fit body and the joy of being able to run around with your children and grandchildren. You long to have a non-obsessive relationship with food and you long to look in the mirror and like what you see. No one but you is denying yourself these experiences and you are facing the fact that you are cruel to you, that you are withholding from you, that you are harming you is both horrifying and liberating to look squarely in the eye. Have you beaten yourself enough yet? Have you figured out yet what you did to deserve this? And are you ready for a miracle? Regardless of your weight, you might not have the build of a supermodel, and that's okay. When your body is toned in a way that is healthy and right for you, it's beautiful. If you put a picture of a supermodel on your refrigerator with your face instead of hers, then that's fine. You're not self-destructively setting your sights on an unrealistic goal. You're simply allowing your heart to own what it really wants. The desire is a good thing, not an enemy. You're not diminishing your seriousness by celebrating your physicality. You're not giving in to some chauvinistic fantasy by saying, yes, damn it, I want that. You're not trying to escape your life. You're trying at last to claim your life. The more you embrace the image of a beautiful body and emotionally permit yourself to desire one, the more your subconscious mind will make one manifest. I shouldn't want that. I can never have that. Or I don't want that anyway. It's not the, it's not the instruction your subconscious mind should be receiving. Perhaps you carry ugly pictures in your head, pictures of a fat stomach, huge thighs, double chin and so on. These might be exaggerated and distorted images and are not how others even see you, but they have led to negative self-talk that both attacks these images and reinforces them at the same time. Now, by putting your face on top of a picture of a beautiful body, whether or not it's even representative of your body type, you have the chance to project the real you into the world taking place of the old and flooding your mind with a new gorgeous one. You are not comparing and contrasting your body without of a thin person leading only to a seesaw of alternating motivation and despair. You are not trying to be someone else. You are simply invoking the archetype of the beautiful human form. You are embracing the beauty that is absolutely your divine right, every bit as much as it belongs to anyone. 
Someone who has a beautiful body is not revealing what is theirs alone. They are revealing an archetypal beauty. You are invoking beauty as an absolute, an aspect of the divine within us all. Take any action that will further this process. Make copies of that picture of your face on top of a beautiful body and put them in various places around your home. Make sure you put them on your refrigerator, a cabinet in your kitchen or your bathroom mirror. Make your kitchen and bedroom a visual homage to these images and do not forget to place the picture on your sanctuary. And no matter what you think of these pictures on a conscious level or what those around you may think of them, they are imprinting themselves on your subconscious mind. Every time you look at that picture, you're inviting your inner thin person to come forth. Your inner thin doesn't represent a false value, a superficial or shallow image created by fashion magazine to just taunt you. Your desire to be thin is a valid desire. The desire to be healthy, to be light on your feet, to be comfortable in your skin, to have fun with clothes, to enjoy your body, to be sensual and to be free of compulsion. You have within you an internal guidance system. It is perfectly calibrated to keep the system of your body in working order. It guides your breathing, brain functioning, digestion and so forth. And when you were an infant, it guided your hunger and desire for food. Your guidance system in this area has admittedly been knocked out of working order, but there is nothing inherently permanent about this disorder. When your spiritual guidance system is back in order, your physical guidance system will fall back in place as well. This might not happen immediately, but it will happen. Manifesting your perfect weight is simply a natural result of realigning with your true self. The more you claim it as already existing, the more quickly it will materialize. You have explored the zone of a heavier existence. Now explore the zone of a lighter one. Think of yourself as the most gorgeous queen, thin and radiant. Get to know this aspect of yourself. Relate to your true self where your true self resides in the inner temple of your heart and inevitably your true self will come forth. Your body today is a product of yesterday's thinking. As your thoughts change today, your body will be different tomorrow. Don't wait till she materializes before you relate to your truest self. Relate to her now. Inhabit her now. Write to her now. Go to your journal pages and write a letter to thin you. Just as in lesson two you wrote to not thin you, tell her what you think of her and if necessary, why you've been scared of her. Then allow her to write back to you. Allow her to tell you what she needs in order to come forth. An example might be, Dear friend, Well, I haven't seen you in so long that I don't even know for sure if you exist. I mean, I guess you exist as a possibility. If that's really an existence, but you're not the body I see when I wake up each day. I know that for sure. And I think my life might be better if I didn't even hope to ever see you. I don't know whether I should hate you or love you, but I know in my heart that I wish I was you. I really do. For whatever it's worth, I'm sorry that I make it so hard for you. I understand that I've made it hard for you to appear and that I've done more to hurt you than to have done to hurt me. 
I wish I knew how to be thin and stay thin. But I've had a serious problem with my weight, as you know, and I haven't been able to do any better than I have done before. I give up any thoughts or feelings that make it harder for you to happen. And I'm praying for a miracle. Love me. And you could write back something along this line. Dear not thin me, whenever you're ready, I'll be there. I'll see you soon. Love me. Return your journal to the sacred space or your sanctuary when you're done. This will add devotional energy to the work you are doing. With reflection and prayer and with reflection and prayer with your eyes closed, see within the middle of your mind a little ball of golden light. Now see within this light yourself as you are now. See your body as it is now, your weight as it is now, your entire being as it is now. Now see a ball of light form within the center of your chest. Watch the light expand into a golden glow that covers your entire body, ultimately casting out the vision of your physical self. Now see within this light a new body begin to form, the body of your true self, an image both radiant and divine. Ask divine mind to place within you a visualization of your perfect self, giving, forgiving, caring, assured, whole, fearless, and filled with love. What does that body look like? It might be someone who is very thin. It might be someone who is not thin, but rather full-bodied, yet healthy and toned. When you have acquired that kind of internal fullness, whatever it may be, your external self cannot help but be beautiful. When divine mind places this image within you, it will fill your soul. It will be like some astral energetic body that already exists. It has not yet been downloaded into physical manifestation, but it exists in the spiritual ethers. It exists in the realm of infinite possibility. It exists in the realm of pure potential, and you're shifting your sense of reality from a narrow-minded focus on what exists in the physical world to the broad-minded embrace of what exists in the realm of spirit. For what exists in the realm of spirit is in fact more real. Mind, spirit and imagination rule if you will allow them to own the power of your imagination. Do not be limited in any way at all by what you think of as possible, probable or logical. You want a beautiful body, go for it, imagine it. Allow the image to permeate your consciousness. Embrace it. Do not hold it at bay. You want a bodybuilder's physique? Go for it. Download it. Embrace it. Own it. Open up the prison of your mind and for once, with full permission given by yourself to yourself, allow yourself to want what you really want. If you ask yourself what you want and the answer is a second bowl of ice cream or a second slice of cake, then ask yourself what you really want. You will find that as you own your desire for the body of your dreams, your desire for that second bowl of ice cream will begin to wane. Allow yourself to be with all your real desires and hopes and dreams and see the perfect shape of things to come. Breathe in the images and feel the joy of their presence.